You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to have Nicole Carlson here today. So Nicole is a high-performance coach, and she has been helping women and entrepreneurs succeed to the best of their ability for several years. So Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are. Okay, um, so I... I I coach six and seven figure entrepreneurs to build their business and get to the next level because a lot of times you get to that income level or you have your business quote unquote established and you look at your business and you think, okay, what's next? What's next? And Mm -hmm. you're still trying to make it to the next level, but then you're looking at your life and not everything is is working. So you've focused so much on your business that you've neglected yourself and you've neglected your relationship maybe a little bit. Um, And then you've also probably forgotten about your health. And so what I like to do with the people that are, you know, they're working really hard in their business and they're giving their all is I like to bring them back to that themselves, to what's really important to them because we forget so many times because there's so much stress, anxiety, overwhelm, demands from our clients, demands from the, you know, the, the economy and the world around us. And we get to the point where we have stepped away from what we truly want, what we truly desire. And we, we look at, we maybe, maybe we arrive at some like milestone and we look at our lives and say, wait a second, I thought that I was going to be more fulfilled than this. Where is the love, the joy, the excitement, the passion? And why am I still feeling like, like kind of empty? And so that's what I like to do is I like to help people come back to what's really important. And this is a kind of weird thing because you know, the essentials of life, like happiness and inner peace, those things are so, you know, they're readily available and so free, but they're so hard to figure out because we have so much going on. Yeah. Right? So how did you get started doing this, being a high performance coach? Like what was that journey like for you? Wow. It took me forever. So I actually, it starts with my story. So in my twenties, I was typical. I, you know, got a degree. I um, got out of college and, um, 
got married and I got a house and I had it, quote unquote, I had it all. Mm. And I had the American dream. And, you know, I was software engineering and engineer at the time, which I look back at, I think, why did I do that? <laughs> um, because that's so not me and so not in line with my soul. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I got to the point where all the boxes were checked. I had everything. And by like, I didn't even know what else I wanted. And yet inside I was feeling so empty and so I was longing for so much more and I felt so much guilt and shame around that because if I already had it all, what else, what was going to make me happy? Like, was I being unreasonable? And so I had all this guilt and shame. And after about being in that relationship for 12 years, um, my, well, less than 12 years, my mom called and said that she had cancer and, and she was only 47. Oh my gosh. And I spent that year with her before she passed away. And she talked about all these things that she still wanted. And I realized that I couldn't stay where I was. Like I was so miserable and I didn't know how to fix it. Mm. And I realized that I had to live my life. And so I left. I, I ended up getting a divorce and selling the house and, um, which I, uh, which was heartbreaking for me because I still, even though there were problems in our relationship, I still loved him. And I walked away from everything. And then one day I, I just, I was done with the software engineering job that I had. I quit the job. I sold my car an hour later. And the next day I was on a one-way ticket to Spain. Oh, wow. And I was terrified. I was terrified, but I didn't know what I wanted. So it's the typical, you know, um, hero's journey, right? So I, yeah. I, I leave and I go and travel and I get to the point where I'm in England and I am homeless and I am literally eating out of the dumpsters for my food. Wow. And there was one day where I was in line at a soup kitchen and I thought, you know what? There was a I there was a time in my life when I had it all and I was miserable. And now I have near nothing and I am completely happy and fulfilled. And now I know what it takes to really be happy. And I also know that I don't want to live my life homeless. Yeah. <laughs> and so I decided right then that I was going to go back take the knowledge I had learned, go back and build my life with this foundation of being happy, being fulfilled and get all those things that I wanted in my life. And for me, I had to break away to be able to make that shift. And the reason I I'm so passionate about what I do is one, because of my mom and two, because I was there. I was at a point where I thought I should, you know, be fulfilled and have passion and have this amazing relationship and have the things that are intangible, but so, so important to our soul. But I didn't have that. And, 
I think so many of us are craving that deeper level, which keeps us driving and pushing for more. And we're just missing it. Mm. Yeah. So what did it look like when you left? Like, what did your friends and family say? Were they like, she's gone off the deep end? <laughs> well, honestly, I, I, felt, I felt like everyone blamed me for the relationship ending. Like, mm. I should have stayed. I wasn't doing the right thing. And I felt really abandoned. And maybe this was partly my own shame cutting them off, but partly also, you know, them thinking, oh, wow, she should, she should have done more. She should have, you know, um, but, you know, this was probably mostly in my head, but I felt disconnected from everyone and everything. And, you know, my mom had passed and then my dad and I weren't speaking at the time and my brother and I weren't speaking at the time, probably because of my divorce. And so I really felt very alone. Mm. And so, yeah, probably they thought I was crazy. Um, but, you know, when you're in that much pain, when you're so far from what your soul needs and wants, it doesn't matter. You have to figure that out. Yeah. So how did you turn that knowledge into a business after having that journey and finding your truth? How did you turn that into what you do now? So it, honestly, it took me a long time. I, I was always passionate about fitness and weight, well, helping people lose weight. And so when I started, I started in the health coaching industry and I started with people who were, well, I start, started with people who needed to lose weight or else they were afraid they were going to die. Like it was a, like an absolute must for them. So I mm. helped people lose weight and transform their lives. And I realized through that that it was about the mindset. It was about the self-worth. It was about connecting with your soul and who you really are and not about the diet and exercise. Yes, of course you do that. But all the diet and exercise are a um, result of doing the inner work. Mm -hmm. And so then I started working with business owners and helping them with their business because I had the technology side of things. I knew you know, like how to do all the tech stuff. And so then I realized after working with them that it was about the inner work and it was about um, it, building a business is about your personal growth mm, and your yeah. business is just a reflection of your personal growth. And then through that discovery and through the weight loss discovery, I rolled it into and rolled my story into everything. And I came to this point where I realized I had this aha moment that this is what I needed to be doing because this is what's important. It's finding yourself, finding what truly matters to you and being true to your heart and, and soul. And it doesn't matter if you have everything, if you're not fulfilled and you're not listening to yourself. Yeah. 
So what gave you the courage to really step off that ledge and go towards that? Um, for which, courage for what? Of, to, to, to start your business, to go in that direction. Well, it was partly courage. It was a lot of pain because I was still doing the software engineer. I kept going back and doing um, contract jobs. Mm. And so there was a lot of pain from that and knowing that I couldn't keep doing that, doing that thing because it was, it was, it was horrible for me. It was so out of alignment. And so it kept causing more inner pain. So I'd go and travel and then come back and do a contract job. So I kept coming back to this pain. And I realized at the age of, after I had started my, my uh, weight loss business, uh, I was at 39, I was 39 years old. And I thought, okay, this, I've got to go all in. I've got to get be done with software engineering because, um, you know, it's, it's now or never like the whole 40 thing is coming up, right? I don't know. We use this thing as leverage, right? So I decided I couldn't keep going back to that pain that it wasn't right for me. And I just went all in and I connected so much with, with my mission and my story and the people out there who kept coming in contact with that needed this support. And I just, I knew that if, if I don't show up for these people, that they were going to stay in the same place. Mm -hmm. So it was more, it was more about, you know, getting out of my own pain of software engineering and then also helping people get out of their pain and me needing to give back so that I can have a purpose. Yeah. It was more about the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. So do you feel like connecting with your clients and seeing them really succeed? Is that when it, what kind of sets your soul on fire? Yes. Yes. I, I think that is so, so important to me because I just watching somebody transform somebody who's, you know, I've worked with so many people, people who have, have passed trauma, um, people who have been women who have been raped, um, people who have OCD and all sorts of things that are impacting their business and just to watch them just transform to where they have that inner peace and they can move on and create this amazing life. It's just, yeah, I love watching them transform. Yeah. Transformation can be such a like a beautiful process to watch in whatever facet you work in. So uh-huh. I totally understand how you feel because I love watching my clients just get something and just, I don't know, it lights me up to see them become a better version of themselves. Yes. Yeah. I Absolutely. totally get that. So what do you feel like has been your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur? Realizing 
that you're always going to go back to basics. You're always mm -hmm. going to be relearning these same lessons. You're oh, like all the fundamentals you're going to repeat the whole entire time here in your business. And, you know, sometimes I, I'll, I'll learn a lesson, like something will happen during the week and I'll think, oh, didn't I already learn this lesson? <laughs> and, but the thing of it is, is these lessons are repeated at each level that you go up. You'll repeat the lesson and it's the same lesson, but it's deeper. You always go deeper with each time you relearn this lesson. And yeah, you'll get through it quicker most of the time, but you always relearn the same lesson. So yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's just like going to the gym and doing the same thing over and over again. You know, I've been doing that for 15 years, um, but it's always a new lesson or a new level, right? <laughs> Yeah, that is so true because I know I was saying to my coach the other day, and my my biggest block is like worthiness over and over that comes up. <sighs> and I I was like, damn it, didn't I already go through this? Didn't I already cross this hurdle? And she was like, Nope, you gotta keep going over it over and over again. And I was like, Ugh, come on. <laughs> yeah. So. But you you get to a point where you recognize that and you're you you recognize that and you can move quickly through it. You realize that you need one, you need your, like you were talking about, you need your coach, you need your, your support system, your peers that are also up leveling with you. And uh, you need to go back and do the inner work, mm. right? Yeah, that is literally the glue that holds all the best entrepreneurs together is doing the inner work. Every single one I've talked to has been like, oh, I do mindset journaling and I do affirmations and I do meditation. Everybody has said that. So I really feel like that's the key to success that people are missing. <laughs> if you're not doing that, you should be. I think those are very, very crucial to your success as well. But I think that if you don't have someone like a coach who's been there, done that, mm, yeah. then you can journal all day long, but nothing's going to change. You yeah. have to have that guidance. Yeah, I agree with that because I certainly did journaling and I knew about affirmations. I knew about meditation, but I didn't have like you said, someone to guide me and I didn't have someone to kick my ass basically to be like, nope, you're not doing that. You're being lazy, you know, not in the mean way, but in a, like a mentorship, like wanting the best for you way. So absolutely. You need a guide. I highly recommend that to everybody. I think my friends and family get sick of me talking about <laughs> uh, mindset work and my coaches, my mom's like, how many coaches do you have? Like, how much work do you do? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's just who I am now. I'm the person that hires coaches. So exactly. Yeah. But when you hire a coach, you do act, you actually do so much less work because you're not making yourself crazy, right? By trying mm -hmm. to do it all. You know exactly what you need to do. You get in, you do the work and then you're done. You have the rest of the day off. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So for your morning routine, what does that look like and how does that shape your day and what you get done and all that? I 
honestly, the first thing I do is I go to the gym and my morning routine usually varies a little bit. I will do some journaling some days, but my core is going to the gym uh, because right now I am competing in a bodybuilding competition in September. (laughs) So, um, and I listen to motivational, um, motivational YouTube uh, uh, channel, Um, uh, Billy Allsbrook. And, and this may not be for your audience because it's very hard. It's very, um, it's, 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 it's for weightlifting for sure. Okay. <laughs> not for yogis probably. <laughs> um, but it's, it, 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 it pushes me. It gives me energy. Um, and I will do some trampoline work. I try to work, wake up and, you know, jump out of bed with energy um, and do some trampoline work and then go to the gym and um, do some journaling, but I feel like listening to my um, Billy Allsbrook really helps set my mind and pushes me further, and once I get that win in the morning, that carries out through my whole day. Yeah, it really is so important to set that tone for your day. I never used to do that, and now that I do it, I'm like, oh yeah, when I you know, when I'm sick or something happens or I don't follow that routine, it's like I have a totally different day. Yes. Yeah. So do you have any books that you'd recommend to people about um, business or mindset or, you know, high performance, anything that you just love that you want to share with listeners? Sure. I like the book uh, Habits of High Performers. I think that's the name of it. It's by um, Brendan Burchard. Yeah, that's on my Kindle, but I haven't read it yet. It's really good. And he goes through and talks about certain things that all high performers deal with and how to like overcome them. And I think that it's more about finding the keys that work for you and what you need rather than accumulating all the knowledge. So... I try to be I try to be very like thinking about what I need next before I like get into a lot of studying and books and stuff because that can be overwhelming. Yeah, that's true. I I've definitely fallen into that pit of like there's too much to absorb. Like I've gotten all the courses and all the books and all the YouTube videos and then I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't have time to absorb this." <laughs> and we, we do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't know if you're like this, but for me, I, I'm always wanting to learn and grow and scale and I, you know, I want to do it all, but it's so hard to make the time and to kind of pack that in and yeah. I get get into that too. And the thing of it is, is when that starts to happen with me now, I look at my vision my and I look at where I want to go and then I start cutting things out because a lot of the things that we're doing is we're we don't feel good enough about ourselves Mm. so we are trying to make up for things but if you just look at your vision and say okay what do I need now or what do I need next in line with my vision and start cutting the rest that will give you so much focus and 
clarity and you'll do so much less and then you'll be able to take care of yourself rather than feeling like you're not enough because you need to take care of yourself. Once you do that, you're going to feel that you're, you're going to start feeling like you are enough. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And you're not the first person to tell me that. So <laughs> clearly that's a thing I need to work on. Well, I think, I think we all go into that and that's why I brought it up because it's, it's, I mean, like everyone that I know goes into that and like, I have four biz sisters who I love dearly. We talk every single day and we each will have a week where we just are going through and we're, we're completely slammed and we're overworked. And, and then the next week we're like, okay, I, I learned my lesson again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. So do you have any advice for uh, women listening who might be starting their own businesses or considering it? Like, what would you tell them as someone who is seasoned now and <laughs> has all those years in her back pocket? You know, you know I'm going to say this, but they're <laughs> probably not going to believe me. But it's really about your personal growth. So mm -hmm. it's about you knowing who you truly are and knowing what you truly want on the, in the core of your soul in every area of your life, what you want your life to look like, what you want your marriage or your relationship to look like, how you want to feel in that, what happens in the bedroom, um, what happens with your food. When all of those are in alignment, that means you're right on the inside and that your business will reflect that. When you start to see something in your life that is um, that you're sabotaging or something's not you know, feeling right, then that means that there's some changes that you need to make and that, that whatever that is is going to impact your business. I hope that makes sense. No, that really makes sense. And yeah, I, it's a lesson I'm still learning is that you really can't compartmentalize things. They all come back to you <laughs> and your business and you, your life is your bit like it's all the same. Oh yeah. I remember I learned a very hard lesson <laughs> last fall about that. I started sabotaging my diet and which I never, like I never do. Right. I, I'm, I'm very, I love eating the same boring foods all the time. So when I started doing this, I realized I realized something was wrong. I was like, okay, something is awry here. And I started mm -hmm. looking and yeah, it was, um, I was having problems in my relationship that I needed to address that I wasn't listening to myself on. And as, but as soon as I saw that sabotage, I was like, okay, let's fix it. And, and, you know, I got coaches and got help and got all that taken care of. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a very hard lesson to learn. Yeah, that's that's really great advice, and I totally resonate with that 100%. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you to work with you or learn more about what you do, where can they reach out to you? They can reach me on my website, which is NicoleCarlson.com. That's Nicole without, with an H. Um and then also on Facebook, I have my personal Facebook that they can see me on. I'm doing a lot of Facebook lives on there. And then I have a, um, a channel called Flip 
the switch mm -hmm. that helps uh, entrepreneurs, you know, get to the next level in their life. And I also have a challenge coming out on Ooh. June 18th. So I don't know when this podcast will be out, but if, if this goes out before then, you should look that up and uh, connect with me on Facebook and I'll give you the link. Nice. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Nicole. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.